Now, let's just, let's just listen to the Word of God. I'm going to read from John 3, verse 22 to 30. After this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside, and he remained there with them and was baptizing. John also was baptizing at Aenon near Salem because water was plentiful there, and the people were coming and being baptized. For John had not been put into prison yet. Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he's baptizing and all are going to him. John answered, a person cannot receive even one thing unless it is given him from heaven. You yourselves bear, bear me witness that I said that I'm not a Christ, but, I have, sent, but um, I have been sent before him. The one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. Father, I pray that um, through, this, through this word, Lord, that you will come and minister to our hearts. Holy Spirit, um, we just position our hearts to, to receive that which you want to speak to us. Lord, even though we are many in this room, this room is filled with individuals with individual journeys, and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will come and speak to individuals. Thank you, Lord, that you know where each one of us are, and that you know what is the next step. What are you calling us, individuals, in, but also us as a congregation, and what you are calling us into live and do, Lord. So we thank you, and we pray that, you, that your word will be, that we will be able to say we were cut to our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So this portion of Scripture is just after the conversation that um, Jesus had with Nicodemus. You know that? Like you will be born again. Um, God for God to love the world. So this happens. And Jesus, it says Jesus is going with his disciples to a Judean countryside. And they were baptizing. Okay. And then it says that John's disciples were also there baptizing um, because there was a lot of water. And, um, and then this interesting fact in verse um, 20, um, or before that, um, there was this discussion between John the Baptist's disciples and this unknown Jew about purification. So somehow the Bible doesn't say what this discussion was about. All it says it was about purification. So um, even if I read the commentaries, it, it doesn't really say. <laughs> I mean, guys are guessing. So I'm also going to get a guess, guess here, <laughs> what I think, <laughs> what was happening here. So um, John's disciples were speaking to, um, to, to this Jew and, and about purification. And the, the Pharisees of the Jews had this ceremonial cleansing that they did. And I could imagine this guy speaking, why do I need to get baptized? We also have this ceremonial cleansing. What is 
what is baptism different? And then I think the conversation goes on. So it's like, but why do we need to get baptized by John? <laughs> because Jesus is there and everyone is going to him. <laughs> Can't we just go and be baptized by Jesus? And it said later on, it's actually Jesus' disciples was also baptizing. Um, but in verse 26, it says, And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you across the Jordan, to whom you bore witness, look, he is baptizing, and all are going to him. So they, they're like, what's wrong? I mean, we were it. Everybody were coming to us to be baptized, and now Jesus, everyone's going to him. And, um, and so they, 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 they bemused, or what's it, um, b b what's it, baboozled? <laughs> Perplexed. And they were like, what is, what is this all about? But I love John's response to these guys. And, um, and he goes to them um, in verse... Um, let me just go back there. And he said to him, a person cannot receive even one thing unless it's been given from heaven. So what do you think he's doing? He says, hey, if everybody's going to Jesus, it is, he cannot receive unless it's been given to him from heaven. So this is a good thing that they go to Jesus. <laughs> this is a good thing. And then he goes on and, and he says, Use yourself bore witness that I told you I am not the Christ. I am not the Christ. And then he says this amazing line that, that's just so, so powerful. He says, the one who has the bride is the bridegroom. The friend of the bridegroom who stands, hears, hear, uh, stands and hears him rejoices greatly and at the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He must increase, but I must decrease. So something about John's life was never that it's about him. It was always to point towards Jesus. I mean, his whole life, his purpose was for this very thing, to higher, higher, higher. It was just to, to bring Jesus in the limelight. And now his disciples says, hey, we're not getting any attention. Everybody's going, he says, that's the right thing. It should happen like this. It's, they should go to Jesus. This is what it's about. And, um, and he's leading them through this. Now, I've, out of the story, I've got two points that I, usually they have three, but I have two. <laughs> okay, so I want to I bring two points, and I'm not going to preach long. Two points, and then we finish. All right. So the first point is, let me tell you, let me think. All right, now before I, before I go there, Duana Marie, <laughs> I told them before I'm going to pick on them. They got married on the 30th of December, on my birthday. <laughs> on my birthday, they chose to get married. <laughs> I was there, <laughs> I married them. <laughs> See, it was not about Mario's birthday. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was like, I was there on their birthday, and nobody gave me a present. <laughs> <laughs> 
friend of the bridegroom. <laughs> when he heard that the bridegroom was there and he's getting married, um, it was just, oh, it's such a beautiful thing. I, I didn't think Duan could actually cry. But man, when, <laughs> when the bride walked in, <laughs> when Marie walked in, <laughs> tears were running down his eyes. <laughs> and, and it's just something beautiful of the bridegroom and the bride. But there would have been something so wrong if I would have come there that day, this is my birthday, <laughs> it's all about me, <laughs> it, where's my presents? No, it wasn't about me. It was about the bridegroom and the bride. And John is doing the same thing. He says, it's not about me. And the first point I want to give to you guys today is, it's not about you. Tell the person next to you, it's not about you. <laughs> so did you know that? It's not about you. Okay. And see, they're laughing nervously, like, really? <laughs> it's not about me? <laughs> okay. But tell them this. Tell them this. Tell them that. It's not about you, but it's about the bridegroom. And it's about the bride. You see, the problem that we have as humankind, that we think it's all about us. It's all about me. But John got it right. He said, it wasn't about me. It was about the bridegroom. He must increase. And I must decrease. This is what it's about. This is the main point. And my wife, when, when we were speaking about um, this, and she said this profound thing. Um, she couldn't even remember it afterwards. I believe it's a God thing that she said in that moment. But we need to, it's not about us, and we need to be mindful about God and the things of God. We need to be mindful of God and the things of God. How much of your thoughts are filled? That person didn't greet me. What do they think about me? Me, 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 me. It's all about me, Jesus. <laughs> As if you should do things my way. And you know that song. And it's actually going the other way. It's all about Jesus now. <laughs> um, and... We, as a people, need to be mindful of the bridegroom and even about the bride. It's not about us. It's about him and what he's doing in his bride. We are friends of the bridegroom. And we are here to give. We need to decrease and he needs to increase. Um, but the thing that my wife said that was so, is this Matthew 16, verse 23, where Jesus, got, uh, Jesus rebuked Peter and he, and he said, but he turned to Peter and he said to him, Get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me. For you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Have you ever considered that you are a hindrance to God when you are full of yourself? <laughs> Get behind me. Set your, th your mind on the things of God. 
What am I going to do with this business decision? What, am I, what about my family? Oh, I don't want to serve. Do you know how, much, how busy I am? <laughs> I don't want to. It's just, it's about me. And I'm saying there is seasons and times where, where we're busy and we need to be wise. But it, sometimes me is so strong in that view that we miss the mind of God. And we are not mindful of what He wants to reveal to us. So I want to tell you, it's not about what you like or what you want. It's about Him. It's not your wants. It's not your likes. It's about you. And I, and I want to challenge our hearts. Are you willing to step into that place where He increases and you decrease? I love the picture of this, this verse. It says, it's not I must decrease and then He will increase. It's He increases and then I decrease. So we don't do this from our own strength of trying to be less. We come to Him, and as we behold Him, as, we, as, we, as, as these, these guys were actually running to Jesus, His voice needs to increase. So you need to be in a place where the river flows. Sec Second point I want to give. Serve the Lord with joy that is full. And unfortunately, we can't live from a place of joy because it, joy, the fullness of joy is in the presence of God. Where we become less mindful of ourselves and we come to the river. There's a scripture in um, Psalm 46, verse 4 to 5. It says, there is a river. There is a river. Whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her. I want to tell you there is a river. And it's got streams that will make glad the city of God. If you are a city that is not led, maybe that stream, you're not in it. Because <laughs> there is a river, and its streams makes glad the city of God. And it's time for us to get into the river, get into His presence. As I was praying for this year, the Lord said two things to me. He said, one, He must increase, and I must decrease. And he said, there's a song that I've sang a few times. He says, I will enjoy you, my God. I will enjoy you, my God. And I felt God is calling us to him, to a place of where we enjoy him. Well, it's not about my duty of even with, in light of let's go, those of you that's new, we, we've, we believe that God wants actually to send us out this year and go different places. But I felt the Lord says, it's not from a place of duty that I'm part of Wellington AM and that's why I'm going. I'm going because the river is flowing and the city is glad. And I'm going from a place of overflow. I'm going from a place where I am overflowing because I am in His presence. 
I'm serving at youth, not because there's need. I'm serving from this river that flows through the city of God. And the city is glad, and they want to splash <laughs> on everyone so that they can also, that they can come to the river. Just imagine John's disciples says, John, it is here. All of them are going to Jesus. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Jesus. Let's go where he is baptizing. It is not about us. There's a river. And let's get in the river. Let's get to that place where the river is flowing. It says, this river will make glad. And it's the holy habitation of the Most High. If you would want to be the holy habitation. Holy habitation. Somehow that is true for us. Because John says, whoever John 7 verse 3, it says, whoever believes in God from his innermost part, streams of living waters will flow. So somehow, every one of us that believe, that is true for us. But somehow we live in a place that we are not glad. Because this, we are not in the stream. We go from duty. It's all about us. We live out of ourselves. But Jesus, I believe God wants to bring us to a place where it's no longer about us, but it's about Him. And I'm seeing times this year where we will worship. And not because of duty. I felt that worship is going to be key for us. Last night, in the presence of God, we all together, who of your hearts were moved? Huh? You stood there. It's just like you have to get past like there's a lot of people here. But then you see Jesus. And then suddenly your heart is gripped. What if you were not there? Somebody comes back and tells you, hey, it was amazing. But your heart got moved when you were there. Maybe God spoke to you. And out of that place, you felt, hey, I actually need to give myself in this area. God moved people's heart. On Wednesday morning, we had a prayer meeting. And you guys are so welcome to join us. 5.30 to 6.30. And we had a, a prayer meeting. We were praying. And... Um, and we were just enjoying God and worshiping Him. And um, Luzon had a picture about a circle. Um, and everyone, in, like in this meeting, you are looking at me. <laughs> I'm like, Metro Man. <laughs> Those of you that were there, you would understand. But you were looking at me, <laughs> and, and, and I'm looking at you. But she saw this picture where we turned in a circle, and we were looking at one another. And we were looking towards one another. And we were kind of seeing individuals. We were seeing one another. And as she was sharing this, there was somebody in the prayer meeting. And this person, I'm not going to say her name, but she was struggling to forgive somebody. She went through something that there was a forgiveness thing. And in the presence of God, the Lord changed her heart. That day, that unforgiveness was dealt with. I believe as we're going to enjoy the Lord, as we get into His presence, He's going to enable us to do things. Andrew said this at the elders' camp. He said, like, what, is, what God is calling us to is impossible. It's impossible. Go into all the world and make disciples of every nation. It's impossible. But if we're in the river, there's a river that makes glad the city of God. And He goes with it. We will not be moved. He will help us if, the, if we live from that place, from His presence. 
So I'm trusting the Lord that I don't know how we're going to do this, but I, I believe that I'm trusting that there will be times that we will cry out to the Lord in big meetings like this and, and worship, but also then meetings that we don't organize in homes. You thought you're coming for a bride and everybody's on the ground in the presence of Jesus. Forgot about the meat. It's not about me. It's not about the meat. It's, not <laughs> it's about Jesus. And, and we just, it just became a time of worship where, we, where we, we don't wait for somebody to organize a river. There is a river. And we live from that river. We live from His presence. We live from a place of, of just knowing. In Acts 2, a river started when, at Pentecost. I mean, these guys, they thought they were drunk. There's a river that makes glad the city of God. <laughs> and it was like, what is it? And these guys thinking they were drunk. But the Holy Spirit, there was a river that gushed forth. They were filled with the Holy Spirit in such a way, in such a powerful way, that they were cut to their hearts. They repented of their sins, and they were baptized. And then it says, they devoted themselves. The river moved them. To a place where they gave. Not the elder says, hey, we will go. And you say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to go. <laughs> I, what about this? It's all about me. And is it, but God is saying, no, just get into the river. He must increase. Then you will decrease. And you will see things from my perspective. And then you will go. And this is what I believe the Lord wants to come and encourage us with. I, and we as elders, and a calm leader, can force no one to go. We can't be an authority in leaders like, you will go. <laughs> no. But we can inspire you to be with Him. We can we can show you, it's like he must increase. We, like John says, like, when I heard him, my heart was rejoicing. It's like, do you hear his voice? Do you hear him? Come, come, come see him. Because if, if you're just with him, nothing will stop you. Because you will go. You will do even things that you thought you could not do. Because it's not about you. It's about what God wants to come and do. And being mindful of God and the things of God. All right. Zechariah 4 verse 6 says, The word of the Lord came to Zerubbabel, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I want to tell you, He must increase, and we must decrease. And I'm trusting for a year. I was actually crying out to the Lord to, about... Um, about the miraculous. I was like praying, says, Lord, I know you've, you've given me the gift to pray for the sick, but I don't see that so much. And I, I sort of got discouraged. Do I have that gift? Do I, should I actually step out and do that and pray? And then when I got Martin's message last night, I said, like, okay, I don't know. Nothing might happen. <laughs> but it, it was just such a good heart. I just want to bless him. And without me even trying to pray for him, I just thought, just, I, I just, you are so fatal. God did it. <laughs> so it's not about you. <laughs> it's about him. Not about your gift. It's about 
the bridegroom and what he wants to do in the bride. And I, was, I also thought it was very classic. Two times in two days that Mike, um, <laughs> um, Skulls Mike didn't work <laughs> at the start of worship. <laughs> and, he, and I'm wondering about why this? Do you want to humble Skulk or what do you want to do, Lord? <laughs> it's like, but I, I felt it's because God wants to hear your voice. He doesn't want to hear the voice of the worship leader. He wants to hear every one of your voices in the river shouting out his name higher, higher, higher. Jesus, he wants to hear your voice. I want to ask you, will your voice be heard? He must increase. His voice increase in your mouth and, and fill your mouth. Because there will be a river that will make glad the city of God. And I want to close with that. Um, I saw this with that picture of Lausanne, with us looking to one another. I actually felt to do that this morning, but I want us to take communion together. So what I want us to do is, during communion, I'm going to pray. Because, I mean, it's because of Jesus, this picture of his body that was broken. And I, I mean, the worship was so full of Christ, full of of just what he has done. His body was broken and, and his blood was poured out for forgiveness of us. And yes, guys, if you can um, get that ready. Um, <laughs> um, and what I want to do is, I, what I felt to do is that we all take the bread or the, the wafer and the juice. They're going to hand it out. And then I want us to move the chairs and look at one another. And I just want to break the boxes. I had this dream about communion. And while we were taking communion, there was this lady. She's actually a worship leader in Josh Jane. And she was hesitant to take communion. You can hand out the things while I'm speaking. Thanks, Chris. Um, and she was, she was hesitant to take communion because her father portrayed something about a tradition about communion. And what it is that her heart was called towards it. And I felt that scripture is like you worship me with your lips, but your hearts are far from me. You're so focused on the traditions of men, and you've made void the word of God, that old scripture in Matthew. So I want us to take communion this morning with Jesus lifted higher, higher, higher. So let Let's just take a pause there. Each one of you, just take a glass and a, and a wafer, and then we're going to do that together. Can the worship team also... <laughs> 